Welcome to the Hot Lava Podcast. Jay, this feels like a different Hot Lava Podcast. I'm Kevin Acey, Potter's Beat writer, Jay Posner, Sports Editor of the Union Tribune. Am I right, Jay? Luis Urias. It's Luis Urias Day, Kevin. How can you not be excited about this? Happy Luis Urias Day. Sold out Petco. <laughs> oh, okay. Uh, um, okay. Well, maybe, maybe not. Uh, maybe not sold out just yet. But uh, well, people probably started celebrating already, and then they won't be able to make it to Petco because they've already you know celebrated and 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 no, seriously. I'm not even sure if tickets are still available. I, should I? Should I I'm going to try it on my phone right now to see where uh, where we'd even be able to buy tickets. I'm sure there was a mad rush online last night and at the at the windows today. Um, so, and, uh, and no, I mean, look, it's, it's exciting. This is, it's is exciting, but I, I, in a way I almost, I almost feel bad for this, for this kid. I mean, he's, he's 21 years old and he's, he's coming into a situation where people are so desperate for something, you know, fans of this team are, are so eager slash desperate to root for something, to see some sort of progress. And this is a guy that, you know, we've heard about for months and months and months, and he's been he's been tremendous. I mean, he's put up he's put up great numbers wherever he's been in the minors. Um, all all the stuff that you would hope for. I mean, everybody says he's a he's going to be a really good player. But I mean, this is this is not a guy that I think people are. This is not Robbie Alomar reincarnated, or you know, a guy like Chase Utley who might end up in the Hall of Fame, or you know, to date ourselves going back to Joe Morgan or people like that. I mean, this guy is Ryan supposed Sandberg. to be, right, Ryan Sandberg. He's supposed to be a really good player. And if all goes well, you know, you'd hope to see him on a couple all-star games, but I, I, I don't, I hope people don't get carried away and you know, it'll be, it'll be obviously joking tonight when, when people judge him off his first, his first right. bat against Felix Hernandez of all people, although this is not the same Felix Hernandez that we've seen, but all that said, it's exciting. I'm eager to see. I'm eager to see him a few times this week, and you know, whatever he does, he does, and we'll. It, it all starts again next year, anyway. I mean, I, I don't think whether go. whether he hits 400 or 200 in these, you know, remain in these remaining weeks, five weeks, uh, probably isn't going to uh, change a whole lot. The Padres obviously expect him to be a very good player for a very long time. Right. Okay. So if he hits 400, it's like something of confirmation that, wow, the kid can hit here. So let's not get carried away with September results, right? Right. I mean, who knows who he's going to be facing? And, and again, it's just a month. I mean, he even, he, he could, it's like starting a season and, and being, you know, a 380 hitter in April. And, and by the middle of June, you could be hitting 220. Uh, mm-hmm. and so these are long, thing, long seasons. Right, and vice versa. Um, and, and so if he hits 200, because that's what you said, he could hit 400, he could hit 200. If he hits 200, all it means is he's like a lot of major leaguers, and he comes up and he has to make some adjustments and, and learn. So either way, it's like, yeah, we can maybe learn something from what he does here in the next 29 games, and I would anticipate he could very well start 29, be it a couple of shortstop, uh, most of second base, or he could start 27. Um, but whatever we uh, see, there's something to be learned from it, but there's really not that much to be learned from it. But, but it's exciting, Jay, because it signals this is a new level. This is their number four prospect, who was their number three prospect, their number two position prospect after Fernando Tatis Jr. until they got Francisco Mejia in the, right. in the trade. So this is this this is like the hot lava talent. Okay, that's what this is. And we're going to see Mejia, I would assume, later this week. Correct? Right. This is the beginning of the beginning. I mean, hey, great. 
Jacob Nix, Joey Lucchese, maybe Brett Kennedy, Eric Lauer. These guys could be in the rotation for years to come, or one of them could, or, not, not or whatever. Brett, but not this Brett is Kennedy. Not, this is not, Jay. <laughs> how can you say about Luis Urias not to judge too quickly? <laughs> no, I yet, know. Oh, Brett Kennedy. Come on now. So this is the beginning of the hot lava talent. That's why this is exciting. Right, and, and I think you know going forward, and again, we'll see Mejia, by, I would think, by the end of the week. Uh, unfortunately, we won't see Tatis. Although I could see them, I could see them playing service time games with Tatis at the beginning of next year. Um, perhaps, perhaps. I mean, I, because there's really, you know, look. If you're looking down the road, maybe that's a guy that you can do that with. Especially, I mean, what, he's going to be what twenty next spring, and he may not be ready anyway. I mean, that's the other side of this. I mean, you know, it right. might serve them. I, I, I think if if Tatis doesn't make the team in spring training next year, and we're getting way ahead of ourselves, but if he doesn't make the team in spring training next year and he's not on the <laughs> roster, you know, when the Giants come here to open the season in late March, it doesn't necessarily mean they're playing service time games. He might not just be ready yet. And right, I know right. everybody now, always assumes the worst that, oh, well, the Padres are doing this or any team is doing this. But, you know, we might not see him till who knows? We might not see him till June. I think we thought we'd see Urias before this. And, uh, it, it, you know, for whatever reasons, uh, it didn't happen, but it's, it's good that he's here now and it's good that there's a month left. And I, I think it's something to, uh, to look forward to, to watching over this, over this past month, because as we've seen in recent, in recent weeks, there hasn't been a whole lot else. The team has not played well, uh, you know, with the exception of maybe a week or so a little while back, it's, it's been a rough, it's been a rough go and, and, you know, they're still sitting on 50 wins, uh, as, as we, as, as we, as we sit here on August 28th. So, so look, you said that get ahead of ourselves. Well, there's nothing but to get ahead of ourselves right now. <laughs> right. So, um, and, and, yeah, I didn't do a whole lot of, of looking into the, uh, into the Mariners, uh, for these, for this two game series. Tom Krasovic wrote a, a good piece today that people can find either in the paper or online, uh, sort of summing up the Mariners situation. That's, uh, he he pointed out the Mariners have the longest postseason drought of any team in the four major sports in in North America, which is not something that you're proud of. The last time I don't know if he used this or I read it somewhere else. He he did say that the Seattle SuperSonics were in the postseason more recently than the Mariners, but I believe the the Mariners were there in Ichiro's first season uh, in the United States. That was the last time that the Mariners made the wasn't that playoffs. the ALCS. Uh, yeah, 2001. I think it. Uh, yeah. I think it was. So anyway, I, I mean, Seattle comes here. They've got some some guys that will be worth seeing. Uh, but sure. I, all eyes, all eyes, obviously, will be on the uh, the Padres' 21 year old prospect. The 21 year old, the 22nd overall prospect, according to MLB.com. Um, and like you said, Mejia, he's 21st overall. Uh, and I think that we'll probably see Fernando Tatis Jr. And uh, like the, when I say probably, we might see him uh, in the Arizona Fall League. Maybe he'll go play in the Dominican. Uh, I, I don't know. But I think that uh, then in the spring, we'll see him. And, and, and like I said, I, this is this exciting because it's the beginning. That, that's really, it's really, it's been a long time since when I went to the ballpark, I really was only interested in one thing. And I do, look, I've got other things I need to ask about and find out about. Um, but, I mean, today it's like all about Luis Urias. I'm very, very excited. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't think that I uh, need to, to make my daily phone call or text to you to find out what the, uh, what the story <laughs> angle is today. I think even I can figure this one out. What, what, can we, what can we expect 
you know, from for people like me who have never seen him play, uh, except for maybe a couple spring training at bats that I've already forgotten. But for the for the average person out there who has who has not seen him play, what what can we expect from from uh, Uriasi's He's five nine, one eighty five. Uh, so not the, right. not the biggest not fellow. Like, Whoa, Aaron Judge. Yeah, right. But uh, you know, bigger than Jose Altuve, not as big as Aaron Judge. How, how about that? Here's here's the thing: is it doesn't take long to see like natural athleticism, baseball athleticism. When you see him play second base, you haven't seen a second baseman like that this year in a Padres uniform. Um, just the way that he'll go back and get under a, a ball, the way he'll turn a double play, uh, just effortlessly. And look, I thought Carlos Esuahe was much uh, improved, but it was like, wow, look at what Carlos Esuahe did. It'll be like almost where you're like, oh, wow, that was just beautiful what Luis Urias did. That's what stuck out to me. And they believe he can get better on defense. And it's like, man, then that, you know, that just showed me in the spring like why you're a top prospect, right? Is that you, you see a guy playing, you go, man, he's got it. And then you talk to, you know, the people that know baseball, and they're like, well, he can get better at this, he can get better at this. And it's like, wow. But what stands out to you is just how effortless it is. And then if you're tired of watching people uh, chase bad pitches, which I can understand <laughs> if you have seen an abundance of Padres games that you would be, you generally will not see Luis Urias do it. And as a matter of fact, you will go, wow, how did he wait on that pitch? Uh, it's just time after time after time. Uh, and you won't see too bad at bats in a row kind of thing from uh, him. Now, of course, he's jumping up to the highest level. And everybody says, like, all the good players do what Luis Urias has done, which is shine at every level, right? And then the, everyone that's been here, well, not everyone, maybe not Mike Trout, <laughs> but for, for, for virtually everyone, there's that handful of guys that everyone could name, but virtually everyone says the jump between AAA and the majors is bigger than anything they've ever experienced, including high school to college or high school to, you know, uh, low A. Right. I mean, it, it's just monumental. So I can't say that Luis Urias won't look like a fool tonight, like so many, you know, future Hall of Famers have looked like fools on their first night. But I, I'll tell you, in spring training, it was, it was evident right away, uh, you know, who the guy on the field was who was going to be here first. Well, it's interesting that uh, looking at his, at his minor league numbers, Looking at on base percentage because I know that's supposed to be a, a great strength of his, and he's gone at at every level. His on base percentage, like at Fort Wayne, it was three seventy during the year he was there. The next year he went up to Lake Elsinore and you know high A ball three ninety seven. Last year he's at San Antonio three ninety eight. This year he's at El Paso three ninety eight. So I mean he's found he's found a way at every level to get on base. Now, is he going to have a 400 on base percentage here? I, I don't think so. But he it, it's obvious that he knows how to get on base. Uh, he did strike out more this year. Mm-hmm. Uh, he struck Almost out more at much. each level. He's gone from 36 mm-hmm. to 65 to 109. So, you know, that would be something that you wouldn't want to see. But he's had, you know, he's he's got double, he's hit a lot of doubles, more doubles this year than, than at, at his previous levels. Um you know, and his, he's just, you look at the numbers, they all look good. And as you said, when you saw him in the spring, he just, he looks like the kind of guy that is going to be a good, is going to be a good player. And that, and that will be welcome. I mean, I, I think not that there aren't good players on this team, but you know, this is someone who's, who's still only 21 years old, which I'm sure will be forgotten um, <laughs> regularly, but you know, he's 21. I mean, let's, let's see what he looks like when he's, when he's 23, 24, and he's had a couple years 
uh, behind him. I mean, I and and maybe he won't need that long. I mean, maybe he's the kind of guy that right. you know he he gets his thirty games in this year and he comes back next year and and he's he's you know sort of quote figured it out. Um, well, that's but, the beauty of this. He has thirty games to do that, right? Like, and to, to get to an idea, that. right? To get an idea of what he's going to be facing, you know, for the rest of his career. Here's. Here's what he's going to be seeing against, you know, most, I think it's mostly NL West teams, but you know, here's, here's Seattle. They've got Cincinnati coming up. They've got the Rockies, uh, one more time this weekend. So there, there's a lot of, a lot of good teams, uh, ahead that they'll be teams that are fighting facing. for playoffs. That'll be good for them. Right. And that, good pitching. that is something I, I'd be interested in his response tonight. And I'm, I'm sure, I mean, on the face of it, it sounds like a silly question. Hey, Luis, are you happy you got called up to the big leagues? <laughs> or do you wish you could have stayed in El Paso to be in the playoffs? But but I do think that – I think it's an interesting uh, – sure. I, I think it's an – it sounds stupid, but to me it's an interesting question. I mean, he, he was yeah. with these guys all year. He played 120 games in El Paso, and they are going to the playoffs, but – is there any sort of boy? I wish I could have stayed down there, or is it forget that I'm going to the show? You know, good luck, you guys. Send me a uh, send me a send me a, a, a cracker box ring if we cracker jacks ring ring if we win it. So I think uh, it can be both, Jay. I mean, I do think there's value in it, and people that say there's not are like, well, I guess you haven't talked to these guys, and I guess you haven't seen the pictures because I mean, I don't know. Did you see the tweet from the Chihuahuas um, when they won when they clinched? I mean, those guys didn't look like they were faking being happy and being proud. Right. Oh no, I'm sure it's I'm sure it's very exciting, and I, I I wonder, you know, the guys who went through it who are on the Padres now, you know, did that experience help them? I mean, it's hard to know because they have, and and if they say it did, then I no reason to to doubt that, and and I would expect it would. I mean, at the level you're playing at, it's there's pressure there. I mean, you are feeling that sort of thing, and but at the same time, here's a guy that's you know, been playing baseball since he was probably, I don't know, six years old or whatever, and probably dreaming of, of being in the major league. So I'm, yep. I'm guessing he's going to be pretty excited to be, uh, to be in San well, Diego. And tonight. a different kind of pressure. That's what, when you talk to these guys, when you talk to Austin Hedges, uh, Hunter Renfro, um, about going through that, um, yes, there was pressure. Yes, that was, uh, it was huge to them. And yes, maybe once they actually play a meaningful game in the majors, you know, <laughs> maybe two August from now, right? Um, you know, September, October of 2020, um, then, then that kind of thing they'll be able to draw on. Um, but then there's also this, and both can be true. It doesn't have to be so polar opposite or black and white, um, dear Twitter. But, uh, <laughs> you know, both can be true that like, even as they're doing that, they're, it's like, this is AAA. Like, can you get to the show, man? Right, And it's right. like, Luis Arias will be more nervous tonight than, than he would have been in game one of the, you know, uh, AAA championship series. <laughs> oh, I'm, there, I'm sure. no doubt. Right, right. <laughs> and and that, that just kind of adds to his, to his night. And, and uh, I, I do think it, it will be um, – I, I don't know that this was planned at all, and, and I, I doubt that it was, but I, I think there's probably a little bit of a benefit – to opening with a week at home, uh, yes. you know, get into one one place. You're in the same clubhouse each day. It's a clubhouse where, you know, I'm sure he's been, and and now you know you you do that for a week before uh, before they head out on their. I guess it's their. I don't have the schedule, but I think it's their last long road trip of the year. Second to last trip, last long one. Right, ridiculous. Yeah, the one with all the off days, days with all the off <laughs> days in it. So um, Arizona 
Cincinnati, Seattle. <laughs> it really is. It's one of the guys that pointed to all year gone. What the heck? We're the update. <laughs> right, but, right. <laughs> Well, anyway, we will come back and and we'll watch him for for two days, and then we'll make rash judgments about him when we uh, when we tape another one of these on Thursday and in advance of the Rocky series. So uh, be sure to come with your hot takes, Kevin. We'll be uh, we'll we'll be waiting for those on uh, on. Thursday. I will I will do it like a I will do it like a certain radio guy used to do training camp practices <laughs> and chart the quarterback's throws. Can you, I will have everyone. Can you make sure you send me his batting practice numbers tonight? I, <laughs> but did you want me to break it down to like what side of the field or absolutely where the and, and, or what did you know? and how many double plays did he turn and whether guys were safe or out we ex- we're expecting all of this this evening uh kevin on 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 at least on twitter from uh with from what it means for his long-term future of course yes, absolutely of course. you got it yes all right this was fun uh we're, we're all excited and uh i assume i'll see you tonight boss uh, not tonight. I will be out there tomorrow afternoon, though, for the uh, for the for the day game tonight. I will have to uh, I will have to watch on TV. I look forward to it. All right, Talk Kevin. To you later. Thank you. Thank you for joining us, everybody.